the necessary furniture was then taken out to furnish the pavilion, and the emperor slept there the same night. The dinner service had been left in the house in town. The emperor's dinner had to be carried from thence to buyers by slaves. The consequence was, as might be expected, the dinner was always cold. He said nothing for some days. Either he did not remark it or he considered it the effect of some discussion respecting a difficulty of arrangement. But after suffering a week to pass in this manner, he inquired the cause and was told that his kitchen served for the table of the Grand Marshal in the town and that his own service was entirely additional. The same day, a Negro of Mr. Balcombe's brought me the following note. Count Montalon, from this day forth, you will take the service of the Grand Marshal. I inform him also of this arrangement, which is agreeable to his desire, signed Napoleon. Every day one of us went to pass the morning or the evening at the Briars, and after the removal of his kitchen thither, he always kept us or invited us to dinner, so that a day never passed in which we had not all had the honor of seeing him. The emperor passed his time at Briars, just as on board the Northumberland. He remained in his room till four or five o'clock, and sought to forget the hours in the recollections of his campaigns in Italy and Egypt. Monsieur de las Casas, who acted as his secretary, wrote from his dictation alternately with General Gorgon and myself sometimes also the Grand Marshal, but the latter rarely because this sort of labor was disagreeable to him and because he got rid of it as soon as an opportunity offered. I believe, in fact, that he at begged the emperor to dispense with his services in that capacity, acknowledging that after the high office he had formerly had the honor to discharge, his self-love would not suffer him to perform the duties of a secretary. I heard afterwards, however, that he had very much regretted his conduct on that occasion. 